Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk about setting and achieving a goal in the next 60 to 90 days. And we're going to focus on the key action that's going to help you do that. Now, if you have downline, I would encourage them to listen to this episode because it's going to help them create a plan for success to reach their own goals. If you have an accountability group, I would share this episode with them too. And then you guys can help each other identify your key action and create a plan. So start by asking yourself, what do you want to achieve within the next 60 to 90 days? And you can do that by filling in the blank to this sentence. At the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate blank. So you might say, at the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate my promotion. Or at the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate closing at least six parties. At the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate growing my VIP group by at least 100 people. Or I'm going to celebrate welcoming my first team member or reaching my fast start or earning 50 points toward the trip. Then at your next team meeting, or you might want to schedule a special summer planning session for this week, or if you're doing this within your accountability group, you can use your Facebook chat. You want to have everyone create a plan for success. And I like doing this in a group because everyone's able to learn from each other and support each other. So Susie might say, at the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate welcoming three new team members. And then you can help Susie create her plan to accomplish that. The key word in that statement is to help her. I know it's easier for you to just give Susie a plan and tell her which trainings to watch, what message to use, who to contact, and things like that. But if Susie wants to become a leader, she needs to learn how to create her own plan. So instead, guide her by asking her questions. Does she have enough people to talk to about the opportunity? And if so, what's her plan for how she's going to share the information with them? If not, how can she meet more people and guide them through the stages of sponsoring? These conversations just take a few minutes. And when you do them in a group, the other people who are listening to the conversation can apply the questions to their goals to create their own plans. At the end of the conversation, each person should identify a key action that's going to make all the difference in the achievement of the goal. Going back to Susie's goal of welcoming three new team members, let's say that she's consistently doing parties and has an engaged customer base. So Susie's next step is to come up with a basic list of things that need to happen to have customers become team members. And the obvious answer is to share the opportunity with them. Doing opportunity events seems like it could be the key action to recruiting, right? Yes, but the problem with opportunity events is that you have to rely on other people to come to them. So as much as we try, we can't control other people. So you want your key action to be something that doesn't depend on anyone else. So when you're determining what your key action is, ask yourself if you need someone else to help you. And if so, think about the step before that. So in this case, the step before that is to invite people to opportunity events. And this is something that Susie can complete and she can do without relying on anyone else. 
She can't control if they come or even if they join her team, but she can control her actions of inviting them to the event. If someone wants to close at least six parties by the end of the summer, her key action isn't doing parties because that relies on a host and guests. Her key action is offering the host opportunity. Someone who wants to earn the Fast Start program or another sales incentive might focus on offering the host opportunity or inviting people to self-hosted events. Once you have your key action and you know it's something that you can control, now it's time to do a little bit of math. So if Susie wants to recruit at least three people and her key action is inviting people to opportunity chats, how many opportunity chats does she need to do? Let's say that one out of five chats results in a recruit. So that means she needs to do at least 15 chats or have at least 15 people come to an opportunity event. So she's probably going to have to invite somewhere between 30 and 60 people to events, depending on how she's warming them up. So use your personal or your company averages, or if you don't know them, guess at first to figure out the frequency of the key action. And you can always adjust it at a checkpoint. So let's just split it down the middle and say that Susie needs to invite 45 people. So her key action is to invite people to opportunity events, and by the middle of August, she should do that at least 45 times. And I said the middle of August because her goal is to welcome three new people by the end of the summer, and that means she's going to need a couple of weeks to do opportunity events and give the guests time to go through the decision process of joining her team. Inviting 45 people to opportunity events might seem intimidating, but let's put it into perspective. 45 invitations are less than one a day in a 60 to 90 day period. An invitation is just simply sending a message to a customer that says something like, my team is hosting a short information call where we're going to share the basic overview of the XYZ opportunity. And I would love for you to hop on and check it out. That takes less than a minute to type and to send. And Susie might need to send 45 invitations, but she might need to send less. But you want her to plan on sending 45 because inviting people to opportunity events is a habit that successful leaders have. So have Susie set up some checkpoints based on her personal and her business schedule so that she knows she's on track. And if she isn't on track, she might need to adjust what she's doing or how often she's doing it. And if she's ahead of schedule, then great. She can keep going with her plan or she can pull back a little bit if she wants to. When you're predicting your progress for your checkpoints, keep in mind that most progress isn't linear. If you decided that your key action is to post 50 times on social media to reach your goal of 100 new followers, don't expect to get two new followers for every post. And Susie shouldn't expect to get one new team member after she invites 15 people to an event. There's always a lag time with results, and sometimes results come in bunches. So instead, take notice of the clues, such as increased engagement or how the action feels easier each time you do it, and then just tweak one or two things at a time. When it comes down to it, there are really only a few key actions that direct sellers need to do, and they all center around initiating conversations. If you want more exposure, the key action is posting on social media in an engaging and conversational way, not just posting product pictures. And if you want more bookings or customers or sales, offering the host opportunity or inviting people to events is the key action. And if you want to build a team, inviting people to opportunity events is the key action. And all of those are just conversations. Now, here's what using this system is going to do for you. First of all, it's going to clear out all the noise and help you prioritize your time. 
When you think about the average business builder's to-do list, there's a lot on it. It's booking parties, setting up the party, creating graphics, posting on social media, training downline, participating in training for themselves, going live, finding vendor events, doing opportunity events, doing follow-up, and the list goes on and on. It's easy to get overwhelmed and it's even easier to keep busy by staying in your comfort zone and avoiding doing the actions that are going to move your business forward. If you can zero in on that one key action that's going to drive all the other actions and have a ripple effect on your results, it's going to make your business so much easier. So let me give you an example of what I mean by the ripple effect. I was talking to one of the leaders that I coach and she does three to five parties a week. And I asked her what the key action is for her parties. And she said, host coaching. And then she listed the ripple effects of host coaching. She said that when she does host coaching, she has better attendance and better engagement at her parties. And that leads to better sales. She gets more bookings from the party because she's more engaged with the guests. And the guest parties are better parties because they came from an engaged party. And that's the expectation that they have. She does an opportunity chat with each host during her host coaching. So she knows that if she has four hosts that week, she's going to be able to do four opportunity chats. And she also builds better relationships with her host when she hosts coaches. And that leads to better future business. The recruits that she signs are stronger recruits because they were either hosts who she host coached or they came from a successful party and that's the business that she modeled for them. So when this leader looks at her schedule for the week, she makes host coaching a priority. And if she's taking time off from her business, but she has parties coming up the next week, she still figures out how to work in host coaching, even if that's the only thing she does for her personal business that week. The second thing that this does is it helps you create sustainable habits that actually move your business forward. Habits take minimal mental energy and you don't spend any time avoiding them. You just do them. So right now, inviting someone to opportunity events might be intimidating or scary, but there was a time when you thought the same thing about posting on social media or going live or sending a follow-up message, and now you just do those things. So breaking down a goal into a key action makes the goal feel more achievable, especially when you put that action into perspective. As I said, it takes less than a minute to write and send a message. And that seems simple enough, right? When you start looking at it as a simple to do, you can let go of all the mental drama that you have around sending the message. And that mental drama, the story that you're telling yourself about the message or the reaction to the message, it's what's taking up all your time and holding you back. And that leads us to the third benefit. When these actions become habits, they're going to become part of your identity. They're just things that you do. Top team builders don't get all worked up about inviting people to opportunity events. They just do it. They don't use mental space to make a big deal about it or come up with a bunch of other activities to avoid doing it. Their stories and thoughts and feelings about inviting people, even when people say no, are different than someone else's who's not in the habit of doing it. You have to think, feel, and act like your future self if you want to become her. And finally, you're going to increase your skills and your techniques. If you send out 10 invitations and get to a checkpoint and realize you didn't get any response, then get curious about why. Is it the message? Are the people you're sending them to ready to receive the message? Then give it a little tweak and then send some more. Eventually, you're going to know how to create a message that works and know who to send it to because you're focusing on this specific action. 
And then you're going to be able to perform the action faster and better, and that's going to give you faster and better results. So going back to Susie, because it's always about Susie, if she wants to celebrate welcoming three new team members by the end of the summer, her key action is to invite people to opportunity events. And this key action is going to drive a lot of Susie's decisions and mindset. So at the beginning of the week, or maybe even the beginning of each day that she works, Susie's thoughts are going to be about who should she invite, how should she invite them, and what should she invite them to. When Susie does a party, she's going to build in opportunity sprinkles so that she can attract and identify potential team members. When Susie's doing host coaching, sharing the joint opportunity is going to become a natural part of that system. And because what you focus on expands and like attracts like, Susie's going to start to pick up on cues from her customers and even her friends that are going to lead to conversations about the opportunity or lead to referrals. And she's going to be attracting potential team members to her. When you're determining the frequency, especially at the beginning before it becomes a habit, set up your number for the whole time period rather than a daily or a weekly goal. So for example, if you determine that your key action is to post on social media and you decide that you want to do it every day, don't set yourself up for failure by saying, my key action is posting on social media every day. Because if you miss a day, well, you're automatically a failure. Instead, count how many days are in your time period and then use that as your number. So let's say that you're going to do this for July and August. So then your goal is to post 62 times by the end of August. So if you miss a day, then just post twice the next day. And by the way, you're the one setting all this up for yourself. So you get to make the rules. So if you want to build in some wiggle room, and I suggest that you do, then say something like by the end of August, you're going to post 50 times. And if it turns out that you are posting consistently every single day, then great. Don't take the last 10 days off because by then you've established a habit. But give yourself a little leeway and some grace. And then you want to keep track on a calendar or a post-it or however you like to keep track of things. Along the way, build in checkpoints so that you can determine that you're on track so that you get the results that you want. And if you need to make tweaks, make some tweaks and then assess them. And don't forget to celebrate your wins along the way and when you post for the 50th time. So let's review the steps of this system. Step number one is decide what you want to accomplish in the next 60 to 90 days. Number two, determine the key action that's going to have the most impact on your success. Number three, verify that the action is something that you can successfully complete without relying on anyone else. Number four is figure out how many times you need to perform that key action. Number five is to set up some checkpoints to make sure that you're on the right track. Number six is to tweak and adjust as needed. And lastly, celebrate along the way and when you reach your goal. So what do you want to celebrate at the end of the summer? I have a post on my Instagram account that has that prompt. At the end of the summer, I'm going to celebrate blank. So send me a DM or comment on the post, letting me know how you're going to fill in that blank so that I can cheer you on and celebrate with you. And if you have any questions, send me a DM or ask in a Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.